how does an ENTP know when an ESTJ likes them? But before I can answer, please consider subscribing to the channel so I can be finally accepted at church. Yeah, right. That won't happen. Ever. And hit the alert bell so you can get notified when I go live. That being said, what's up, Ego Hackers? I'm C.S. Joseph, and this is the C.S. Joseph Podcast, where I answer all of your questions or respond to all of your questions on all things Jungian analytical psychology or the four sides of the mind. And the source of today's question is uh, Laquana Watley, and I really hope I actually like said your name properly. Mike M- Mikhail Font, uh, ENTP, late blooming, more so even than your average ENTP. I mean, I guess that's true, but ENT, all ENTPs are late bloomers, let's be honest. He's like, LOL, does it even happen, ever? My take on ESTJ is that they actually don't like anyone, and especially not the ENTP, or rather they might appreciate or not traits with people. Say they might like people to be compliant and pleasant or maybe loyal and hardworking, but they can't really stand all these damn fawning people-pleasers and yay-sayers. And this becomes the lifelong riddle of the ESTJ. They surround themselves with people they think they like, mainly ones they who don't threaten their pride by questioning them, only to only find that they actually don't like them, and they just become annoying because they are limited. But people, they might truly like the ones that could make them grow. They say these people as the enemy. For example, the ones you either eliminate or buy off, but not make friends with. Dang, this guy's got a sharp tongue. Sounds pretty ENTP to me. They might at some point, given enough time, come to respect one or two of them, but friendship? Nah. Being too set in their habits and values, this would just take a little bit more than a lifetime to happen. He's not wrong. Uh, They're truly their own prisoners, possibly the most underdeveloped of the MBTI as compared to their potential. In a better society with better values, they'd be the guardians of these instead, as is they're more or less just reproducers of unresolved Oedipal complexes, brute force as the preferred method of conflict resolution, and sexual neuroses leading to compensatory grandiosity. For example, the the perpetuators of good old paternalistic Abrahamic uh, traditions, despite the death of God and despite often being atheists themselves. Wow. They need enlightenment. Actually, we all do. So can someone throw a global French Revolution refresher reenactment, including the history of ideas leading up to it, please? Dang. Mikhail Font, that was a dope roast, if I've ever heard one, towards uh, ESTJs. I have no choice but to upvote this. (laughs) Wow. We got Ingrid Lee. As an ESTJ... As an ESTJ, if I am paying attention to you and communicating with you outside of a forced arrangement such as the workplace, then I like you. I will normally invite you to spend time with me doing something fun so that we can get to know one another better. I may also bring you something you are interested in. Let's say you like a certain baseball team. Maybe I'll give you a rare baseball card or signed cap of your favorite player. I might bake your favorite cookies. We value time and don't waste it on people we don't like. You know what? I'm going to vote that, too. That's that's actually a really good response. That's very, very well said, uh, Ingrid. So, fantastic. Okay, so, how does an ENTP know when an ESTJ likes them? For starters, if you're considering this as a sexual relationship, don't. Uh, there's, like, no sexual compatibility here, and the ESTJ would just give the ENTP crap about not being able to perform well in the bedroom, and the ENTP will just get bitter and then likely end up cheating on the ESTJ as a result. 
And uh, that's not to say that the ESTJ wouldn't uh, cheat themselves, but it's more likely that the ENTP would either just door slam them with their INTJ shadow or just straight up cheat on them, uh, you know, later. I'm not saying all ENTPs do this. I'm just saying that there's a huge potential for that, and that's something that should be watched out for, etc. That being said, uh, it's... Uh, I'm, here, let me see what Michael Mikhail Font is saying here, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, there's super high emotional compatibility between the two types. And uh, if really they have a connection, it's because the emotional needs of the ESTJ is actually being met. And if it's an ESTJ woman, chances are she's using the ENTP man to be some kind of emotional tampon. Uh, or if it's vice versa, if it's an ESTJ man... Uh, he may be just considering the ENTP woman as, you know, just a, a potential, you know, a side piece, etc. Where it's like, hey, you know, definitely I, I, I like what you're thinking and you're really smart and you're very intelligent. But, you know, this is not really going to be something that I'm going to commit myself to. And it's usually because the ESTJ doesn't actually know what they want. And, uh, you know, as a result, like, this relationship is probably not going to get anything more than F-buddies. Let, let, let's be honest. Like, just straight up F-buddies, which the ENTP, male or female, is not really going to be down for in the long run because uh, their SI inferior just can develop uh, Stockholm Syndrome for the ESTJ, and they can become super attached to the ESTJ over time if it goes beyond F-buddies, or at least if the FB or if the F-buddies actually go on indefinitely and that could actually be really horrible for the ENTP and it can actually cause a lot of bitterness for the ENTP that could lead to potential cheating or a very painful breakup. Usually the ENTP will go out of their way to avoid a breakup at all costs even to the point of extending the abusive relationship but uh, in the relationship context if this is what the context of the question actually is like, how does an ENTP know when an ESTJ likes them? Is the ESTJ liking them? Because I imagine this is an ENTP man asking about an ESTJ woman, but honestly, it's not really going to happen. The ENTP man, like, better be insanely physically fit because the expert sensing critic of the ESTJ woman is going to get in the way and criticize his dress, criticize if whether or not he has excess body fat. She may even voice it to him or not. And that's very normal. It's very normal for ESTJs to do that. They have an insanely high standard for the health of other people, and they expect that standard to be maintained indefinitely. And oftentimes, they actually can't meet that standard themselves, but they do try. Uh, ESTJs are often in the gym, and oftentimes, you see a lot of ESTJ women uh, as part of you know hanging out with the gym rats, etc., on a regular basis. And that's that that's a thing. That that's a very normal thing. But you know, if an ESTJ likes them, yeah, they like them, but it, it, it'll be short-lived because eventually the ESTJ is just going to be made uncomfortable by the ENTP because then they're going to start judging the ENTP as someone who's consistently embarrassing the ESTJ on a regular basis. And eventually the ESTJ is just going to stop liking the ENTP after a while. Not only that, like, for example, this actually happened to Railgun and I recently. I was... Uh, at a local restaurant, they had a fire outside. Uh, I was sitting with a bunch of random people that I met. I was talking psychology to them, although I technically told them I was a psychic just for some, you know, fun, etc. And I mentioned the story before, but there was this ESTJ woman who was listening in. 
uh, on our conversation and some of the criticisms that I was having of certain people matched her basically and she started feeling really bad with her fi inferior and she started freaking out so she came over to our group uninvited and just completely interrupted the entire interaction because from her standpoint she didn't want to hear anymore has her sia parent didn't want to hear my criticisms of her even though i wasn't criticizing her but she was taking it personally and then she had to come there and break up the entire situation and take everyone's attention off of me and onto her. And then uh, one of the guys that was sitting with us, some ESFP, was like, oh, yeah, she's pretty hot. And he was, like, literally trying to get laid at that point. And then all of our intellectual discussion completely went out the window. And Railgun and I just decided to leave because of that was just a completely lame situation. And we all left and went home and never had anything to do with each other ever again. It was completely lame. But that's just an example of how an ESTJ over time, yeah, they may like an ENTP at first, but it's short-lived. It's not going to last forever. There's a higher chance of an ISTJ, uh, you know, being able to uh, subsist and handle that from an ENTP. But in the long run, is that really sustainable? No, it's not. Because, again, the ESTJ uh, will still put their comfort, their personal comfort level over that of the ENTP. And the ENTP is not even going to like that because SI inferior is going to demand comfort far more than the ESTJ is. And then the ESTJ is just going to look at them and be like, wow, you're actually really weak with their SE critic. They'll just start criticizing the ENTP for being super weak. And that's the fastest way to cause an ENTP to be turned off. Call an ENTP weak if you want an ENTP completely turned off and just going elsewhere and away from you. Because they'll, they're just like, okay, why being loyal to you whatsoever? And the other thing that will also stress out both of these two types, and the ESTJ will eventually not like the ENTPs, because the ENTP will ask the ESTJ, well, what do you want? Well, what do you want? What do you want? And the ESTJ just doesn't know what they want. And that's just going to stress out the ESTJ. So it's really just not going to work out. There's really no point. And, you know, and while, while the ESTJ likes that the ENTP is intelligent and uh, cut and dry, uh, with their TI parent, and uh, the ESTJ likes that the ENTP goes out of their way to make the ESTJ feel good. There's just no sexual compatibility whatsoever. There just there really isn't, and it's just gonna. And even if they were just friends, and there's no sex involved, and it's gonna be a just friends situation. It still wouldn't be good because there's always like, well, the the ENTP is just going to embarrass me, or the ENTP is gonna cause people to want the ENTP more than me. Because the expert intuition child is going to start competing with the any hero and then the ESTJ is going to feel unwanted because they see that everyone else wants the ENTP more than they do because it's an any hero. And then the ESTJ is just going to use their SE critic to criticize the ENTP the entire time and just dominate the conversation or dominate the people's attention and it's just not there. Yeah, you know as an ENTP that an ESTJ likes you and the ESTJ is giving you attention. And when their ESTJ is texting you photos of what they're doing or, or, or sharing things with the ENTP, it's all about sharing the ESTJ. That's how you know if an ESTJ likes you, if they're sharing. And if they're saying that they feel good about you and if they're willing to spend time with you. Yes, of course, those things like what uh, 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 Ingrid Lee said uh, in her response. That's absolutely true. But I'm trying to say here, folks, like this whole, this whole thing, it, it's short-lived. It's not going to last very long. I was even friends in the ESTJ at my last work when I was working uh, at a hospital uh, for a while as an IT guy. And the ESTJ there, we had a pseudo friendship. It wasn't more than lunch and whatnot. We'd play ingress together and sometimes we'd go eat lunch and whatnot. But it was always very, uh, it was always very shallow because at the end of the day, he was always telling me about how I'm either underdressed or overdressed 
or about how uh, you know I just make him uncomfortable all the time, or how uh, I'd steal his spotlight or steal his thunder. That was a big one. He'd always tell me I'd steal his thunder, which is really frustrating to me. And uh, he just feels so unwanted at times by me, or I was trying to take everyone's desires onto me instead of him, etc. Or sometimes I was trying to make myself look good instead of him, and then like I'd be more accomplished than he was because it's like, well, that guy's smarter than me, but why can't I take some credit? I want some credit around here. Now it's not that I was trying to like hog credit from him, but he perceived it that way, and he became indignant. Indignant meaning he reacted negatively to me as a result of perceived unfair treatment, right? Anyway, I, that's not to say that ENTPs can do no wrong. I'm not saying that either. Like, there's definitely some ENTPs who just don't really understand how people are going to react with their SE demon, you know. And then they also have a hard time showing gratitude with their FI trickster. And they don't know what's important. And oftentimes it just causes this huge social faux pas. The ENTP becomes the walking social faux pas. And someone as concrete and as traditional as an ESTJ they're just not going to be down for that, and that could be a problem. So just keep that in mind, folks. Um, you know, if they're willing to share with you and spend time with you, and uh, and even listen to you and your stories, yeah, they like you. But again, that's just going to be uh, short-lived. If you like a chance of your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Core and tag me, or leave it as a comment below. If you want uh, deep dive premium lectures on this science that focus on personal growth, career development, parenting, and sexuality. Please visit uh, csjoseph.life forward slash members and grab an apprentice membership. Anyway, folks, all that being said, I'll see you guys tonight. Mm -hmm.